Welcome to Linux in the Shell, Episode 9, W Command. My name is Dan Washko, I'll be your host, and before I begin, I'd like to thank Hacker Public Radio again for supporting the show and hosting the show, and I'd like to remind you that if you have not already visited the website, please do so at your earliest convenience for the full write-up of the W Command and the corresponding example video. Alright, the W command. What the W command does is essentially displays information about the users that are currently logged onto the machine and their processes. It displays it in two separate sections. Well, the first section is the header information, and that tells general system inf information. Like uh, the current time, it also shows the uptime, how many users are logged in, and then the CPU load average. Now I'm going to come back to the CPU load average because that's, that's very important. And it's pretty much the reason why I, I chose the W command for this episode. So in conjunction with that, after the header information, you have the body of the W command, which is a list of all the users that are logged into the system and some corresponding information. Now each line on the body of the W command lists the user where they're logged in from their TTY, whether they're on a TTY 1, 2, or 3, or on a PTS. Uh, there's also the time that they have logged in at, and how long they have been idle, if they are idle, in uh, minutes or hours and seconds. Then there's uh, JCPU, which means the time that is used by all processes attached to the TTY that they're logged into. And then there's PCPU, which is just a, the time used by the current processes that are executed by that user at that moment. And then a line that says what process that the user is currently running, or what is, what is running at the moment, or the last process. Now, the W command takes a few options. There's a dash H or dash dash no dash header, which omits printing the header. Then there's the dash s or the dash dash short, which uses the short format and it does not print the login time, the JCPU or the PCPU times. And then there's the dash f or the dash dash from, which toggles printing the from remote host name field. Now, by default, chances are your version of W is compiled without showing the from, which is where they're logged in from. Um, and if you choose uh, the dash F option when you execute it, it will put in an extra column between TTY and login, which will say from where. So if they're logged in at the local host, uh, it will show, chances are show nothing. Or if it's they're in an X session and they have like a, a terminal window open, it will probably, sh it'll show um, their X session and the display that they're logged in from, so more than likely it'll be 0, .0 that that that's coming from. If it's an, a remote session, it would show from the host uh, that they are logged in from, either the, dom uh, the, the host name or the uh, IP address. Now, there's the old style, dash O or dash dash old dash style output, which prints blank spaces for idle times less than one minute. And then finally, you can choose to display just specific information on a single user by typing W and the username, and it'll show only those you, that user that's logged in and the corresponding information. 
So to step back a second and just understand a little difference between JCPU and PCPU, what JCPU offers is the time used by all the processes attached to the TTY. Uh, so any process that's that's running currently by that TTY might not be the um, current process that is being displayed, but any processes that are running for that TTY will be uh, it will display the CPU time for that JCPU session. So for instance, I have a process running called X in it on my X session that I started X with and that's showing that it's been idle for 17 hours and 21 minutes. Total JCPU CPU time that's been utilized by it is uh, 7 minutes and 46 seconds. So that's um, the total of all the running processes of CPU time. And then PCPU which is the time used by the current process named in the what field. So X in it, like right now, is pretty much lying dormant. So it's not using any PCPU cycles at the moment. So that's what that, that basically displays. So that's the difference between the two. But the big thing I wanted to talk about was load average. And load average is not only shown by the W command, but it's also shown by a very helpful command called top. And I wanted to cover... Uh, load average in W because it gives me a little bit of time to do that whereas trying to cover it in top uh, there's a whole lot of stuff to cover in top uh, it just makes it a little more convenient so a little foreshadowing expect a show about top in the very near future if not maybe the next show I haven't decided yet but what load average is it's you will see three values up there it's the CPU load average of the past minute the past five minutes and the past 15 minutes and that's not a percentage of CPU usage time it's load average over a minute now if you look if you think about CPU usage and you can say well CPU has one state it's either being used or not so it's either zero or a hundred percent usage but what load average means over uh, the period of one minute five minutes and fifteen minutes it's how much the processors being used and how many processes are waiting for the CPU uh, over that past minute so that it, it to be able to be uh, processed by the CPU. Uh, if you read a lot about this, the common analogy is a highway or a traffic pattern where the CPU is a highway and an on-ramp is the processes waiting to be processed by the CPU. So if your on-ramp is empty, okay, that means the, the, the CPU is handling the processes as they come in without any overhead so it's running just fine the, the your system is not under any significant load but if you if all the processes that come in are in the highway on the highway lanes there's nobody waiting but the highways filled up with all your processes that means that the CPU is running at full bore and that's not necessarily a bad thing so to speak, uh, it just means that your CPU is perfectly suited to handle all the processes that are coming in and, you know, relatively no more. Nobody's waiting, but there's no 
there's there's it's it's running full bore okay so what you would see in that case under load average is a one for that process so if, if, if the, the cpu is running load average is a one that means that cpu is handling all the processes but and there are no processes waiting but it's it's constantly running then anything above one means that processes are still starting to back up on that on-ramp so the highway is full and the CPU is processing all this stuff and there's a backup on the on-ramp so they're starting to get a little traffic backup and that's when your load average is going to start to increase beyond one. To look at it a different way you can look at it like in a percentage that if if your let's say your CP, your load average is 0 0.50 that means your system your CPU is capable of handling twice the amount of load that you currently have on it. So uh, you're only utilizing about half the CPU processing power. Now if it is at one, that means you're utilizing 100% of the CPU processing power. And if the load average goes to say two, that means you're using twice as much processing power. Uh, you'd need twice as much processing power to handle the load. So you 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 really need to think about your system. And now now those are rough estimates, and it's not exactly a one to one ratio, but that that is kind of a way to look at it. So what you have to bear in mind not just these values, but the uh, the values over the periods of time from one to five and fifteen minutes, uh, because just looking at one value is not indicative of the common load on the system. Uh, and be aware of what you're doing on the system. If you're if you're running your system and not doing anything on it, or just doing normal activities, and you pop over there to look at your load averages, and you see numbers between um, 50 and 1.2, uh, you might want to start observing what's going on. Whereas if you're under like 0.70 that's a pretty good indication that your system's not being taxed at all. Now, if you're, you're normally under 0.70 and you start compiling a program or you're playing a game and for a couple of, you know, for the minute load average, you spike up to maybe 1.5 or 2, uh, but then it drops back down, you don't notice that, that same level of spike in the 5 and 15 minutes, um, you're not necessarily taxing your system. It just means that when you're, you know, that application started up, it put a load on your system uh, and things went back to normal and it was able to handle things on a regular basis uh, that you were throwing at it. But be aware of those numbers if you're, if you're wanting to observe your system performance and determine whether what you're doing with your system uh, you have the at least the processing power to to perform whatever it is that you need to do now it's not just a one-to-one -one rela uh, ratio here of percentages uh, well be in mind that you if you are on a multi-processor or on a dual course or a quad core multi-core system um, the load average is not just one and above is a problem. It's it's essentially one a value of one per processor. So if you're on a dual core system like this laptop I have right here is, and this is currently showing me a load average of 0.93 for the past minute, 0.87 for the past five minutes, and 0.80 
for the past 15 minutes. Now, I had said you probably want to be careful if your load average goes above 0.7 and start observing what's going on. Well, this is a dual-core system, so there's essentially two processors in here. And when you two processors means you got to double those load average values. So a value of two in a dual-core processor system means that both processors are being utilized at 100%. Instead of it being one, it's a value of two. So you would want to be alarmed at what's going on in your system when you reach roughly something like 1.7 instead of 0.7. In a quad-core processing system, you have four, so a value of two or three is not necessarily a significant load on the system. But when you get to value of four, that means all four cores are being utilized to 100% of their capacity, and it really can't take on any more load without there being uh, processes having to wait. So, again, load averages scale up with the number of CPUs or cores that you have on the system, so adjust accordingly. So, as an example, at work, we were load testing a new application, and whether it was uh, the system that we had for it was adequate, uh, and whether there were any runaway processes, uh, memory problems, or anything going on with this application, when we fired it up, it, it, it skyrocketed showing a load average between 5 and 13. Now, this was on a 8-processor system. So between 5 and, and 7 is not necessarily bad, but you might want to keep an eye on that. If, that's, if the normal load is between 5 and 7, if you would get an excess load on that system, uh, you, you'd probably tax the system. And that's what happened when it went to 13 and above. That means that that system... What load that we were putting on that was exceeding the full load of the system by a, almost twice as much. So it was one, almost one and a half times beyond the, the load capacity of the system. And as it grew, if it would, uh, it, when it reached 16, that means that twice the load that the CPU can process was being put on the system. So that that's load average and, and kind of in a nutshell what it means. Uh, if you're still a little confused about that, I have some great... Uh, I won't say the write-up I, I did on it. It's great, but there's some really great resources in the bibliography on the website that really break this down uh, into, and even into uh, the equations and stuff like that on, from the Linux Journal side of things. It's a really good article. So that that's it right there. So just remember, W command shows uh, some a snapshot of the the system and the header. And then it shows all the people that are logged in into the system and what processes they're running and how much uh, they're utilizing the CPU at that time. Load average is really what I want you to, to take away from this because when we cover top, that's going to be an important metric. My name is Dan. Thank you very much. This is Linux in a Shell. Again, I want to thank Hacker Public Radio. And I hope to see you at the next episode. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to Hacker Public Radio. HPR is sponsored by Caro.net. So head on over to caro.net for all your hosting needs.